Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, it's Coach Freddie, and I'm here uh, talking with Alan, and he's with the Virginia Clean Cities Coalition, and um, we're here working at the booth in uh, Red Wing Roots That's Music right. Festival. How you doing, Alan? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, Coach Freddie. Uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about the Virginia Clean Cities. Yeah. Well, um, uh, for Virginia and for states throughout the the United States, we have a challenge of a dependence on oil, and there's also some challenges of pollution. So Virginia Clean Cities is a coalition of businesses and governments working to reduce our greenhouse gases and our dependence on oil by looking towards alternative fuels and technologies that, that reduce the use of gasoline and diesel. Oh, cool. And so how long have you been with this uh, coalition now? And the coalition's been around since 1996, and I've been with the team for about 10 years. Okay. And uh, so what are some of the things that you do? So we do outreach and education activities, but ultimately what we're trying to do is support local decisions to move towards cleaner transportation. So we end up taking a lot of individualized questions, so individual questions about about people's um, uh, hopes and desires, but also uh, corporate questions, um, things from a business or a government that's looking for information on how to make their make their transition. So we do outreach events, um, such as coming out here to Red Wing Roots and, and talking to just anybody that's interested in, in looking at our the Tesla we have on display. Or um, we do workshops with, you know, with governments at government facilities uh, or with groups of uh, interested parties. Um, and a lot of our events are open to the public and, and it's a great time. There's actually 90 clean cities groups across the nation that are, that are doing similar activities. Okay. Can you name some of those? Yeah, usually in the larger you know cities and states, and and so uh, in Ohio, there's a group that's Clean Fuels Ohio, and in Washington D.C., it's the Greater Washington D.C. Clean Cities Coalition. Uh, Tennessee has two coalitions. There's a Eastern Tennessee and a Middle West Tennessee Clean Cities Coalition. Kentucky has a Clean Fuels Coalition, and um, uh, all of them are listed on a uh, U.S. Department of Energy website. Okay. Uh, if you just Google clean cities. Yeah. Uh, does Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? And so there are two in Pennsylvania. So there's the Eastern Pennsylvania Alliance for uh, 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 you know, uh, Clean Transportation. Um, and then there is the uh, uh, Pittsburgh uh, Clean Cities Coalition. So. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm going up to uh, Pittsburgh this week. So <laughs> check them out. Check them out. Yeah. So, uh, what are some of the things that uh, that you have gotten through some of the, your successes? So, it's important for us to see more fueling stations uh, develop. So, for somebody to uh, consider a, an ethanol-powered vehicle or a biodiesel car, um, and uh, we 
um, we want to see more fueling stations and, and some fuel avail availability. So I'm, I'm pleased to say that we've been able to build uh, nearly 800 fueling stations in Virginia. Wow. Uh, different sites where you can get an alternative fuel. Um, and uh, there's a lot of, of, uh, of opportunity ahead. We've got 100 green fleets in Virginia, so 100 uh, businesses or governments that have at least five clean vehicles in their um, rolling stock, and uh, we're, we're really proud of, of that progress. Oh, well that's awesome. Now, uh, this is a nonprofit, correct? That's right. That's right. So we're a not-for-profit uh, organization, a 501c3, and we are based out of uh, a university. So we, we are paired up with a university for, oh, okay. um, you know, to handle uh, programs. And so we gain, um, we gain our support from members, uh, primarily corporate members or government members and uh, individual members, uh, as well as through grants. And so we are uh, regularly reaching out to grants and foundations for, for their interest in um, uh, supporting this, this, this movement, this effort. Okay. Now you have a, a, a car that you drive, right? Yeah, my personal car is a all-electric Nissan Leaf. Okay. Uh, and so that's great for around town. I live in Harrisonburg, Virginia, and so it's great around town. Um, but for work, our corporate car, we have two corporate cars, and one is a uh, Ford C-Max Energy, and it's basically a, a plug-in hybrid, and that means that it, it, it has, it's a, like a hybrid vehicle, but it has a, a bigger battery and a plug where you can you can sort of fill it up with electricity okay and so the um, that, that vehicle gets about 20 miles of electric range and then it has a, a big gasoline tank so you can you can go hundreds of miles and just go to a regular gas station okay all right we had a Tesla there at, at the uh, yeah yeah yep so at Red Wing we've got a um, a uh, Tesla model X which is an exciting uh, electric vehicle made by a, a, a company Tesla out in California. And what's really exciting about this um, vehicle at events is that it has these fantastic uh, falcon wing doors that open up and are quite a sight to see. So it's been really fun to see people uh, playing around with that technology and, and getting a chance to learn. We've got some Tesla owners that are talking to the uh, talking to anybody who wants to, to talk about electric cars. And I've been, um, here at Red Wing, uh, I've been giving people high fives anytime somebody is ready to move on to a electric car or a, a clean fuel vehicle as their next car. I give them a high five. And so we're, we're up to seven people that, are <laughs> that have, uh, <laughs> okay. without prompting, they have said that they would be buying a uh, electric car. So I'm, I'm getting my high five practice in so far. All right, awesome. So, uh, so what is your 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 vision and or dreams or uh, what do you hope to accomplish in the next year? Let's say uh, with the Virginia Clean Cities. So, in Virginia, we are uh, writing a new energy plan, and so I just want to be sure that our on our policy side that we're that we're planning things through um, as far as uh, programs within the next year. I want to see continued growth uh, of about 20% in each of our um, in each of our fuels and in our impact, so that we can achieve um, we can achieve more together. And um, so part of that is trying to get another hundred alternative fuel stations in um, in Virginia in the net within the next year. And 
um, uh, you know, to have them be successful places where people can uh, can get their fuel. Okay, so I have a question here for you, uh, Alan. They want to make hemp batteries uh, using the fiber to make these hemp batteries that are lighter, they charge faster, and they hold more charge. What do you know about that, or what do you what are your thoughts about hemp? Uh, so my thoughts about hemp are that it's a obviously a very versatile plant um, and a great opportunity for um, a, you know sustainable agricultural product with a, a ton of different uses. And then when it comes to batteries, a lot of times we have a uh, lithium ion batteries in um, in electric vehicle applications, and they have a, a kind of a uh, they have a need for a membrane. Um, to keep the uh, to keep the components separate, they they need to survive a lengthy automotive duty cycle, and so the more energy that goes in, the more uh, planning and thought that goes into research uh, for this, the better. And I, you know, hats off to the innovative um, designers who are thinking about hemp hemp batteries. I know that beyond hemp batteries, there's other uses for industrial oh, yes. hemp, such as uh, you know. From the door panels to the cushions to the uh, yeah. to the bi- to biofuel itself, you know, right. making um, using hemp oil to make a biodiesel or using uh, discarded uh, parts of the stock to make an ethanol product yeah. is uh, is all is all possible. So awesome. Well, uh, any last thoughts? Any uh, that you'd like to uh, bring up uh, to our audience here in the iHemp Revolution? Well, um, uh, right now the you know consumer fuels that are really um, able to be uh, accessed by folks that people they, they can reach out to would be you know electric vehicles through the you know hybrid vehicles plug-in hybrid vehicles or electric and then the biofuels such as biodiesel and ethanol and I think it's just really exciting that hemp can be a hemp can be a part of all of those um, uh, either through the technologies or th- through the vehicles themselves and uh, I just encourage people to you know, to reduce their carbon footprint by making good driver choices. All right, yes, and I know that there is a farmer not too far from here that I visited last week that he's, right now, he's growing 10 acres of industrial hemp, and last year he filled um, most of his tractors. He has a 1,000 acres, so yep. he has a lot of machinery there, and he he uh, plants hemp for the uh, making his uh, biodiesel. Wow, that's really exciting! So to yeah. be able to uh, be able to process the um, kind of the seeds into an oil, yeah. and then um, process that oil into a biofuel is fantastic. Yeah, and he does that right on his farm. Yep. Well, yeah. all the farm equipment is certified to do do, or most of the farm equipment can do 100% blends of biodiesel. Yeah. And so that is great if you're if you're able to make it from uh, waste product of your other uh, hemp hemp production in order to uh, you know, to get that uh, uh, to get that going, that would be pretty exciting. So, I think that energy is local, and that's a great example of how he, uh, someone, could keep it ultra local by by growing it and and processing it right there. So, uh, okay. that's great. I hadn't heard about that, and that's wonderful. All right, uh, Alan, I want to thank you very much for uh, being a guest on the I Hemp Revolution podcast, and also a supporter for the I Hemp Revolution Roadshow that I'm on here and um, helping you guys out at the booth. Gladly, glad to have you here, and uh, 
we're lucky to have you and to be um, uh, enjoying this wonderful music fest. So, thanks. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.